right, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Episode 108. Ooh. 108 sun salutations. Uh, the 108 is a magic number in yoga. Uh, this is your friend Craig. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Saturday morning. I uh, got busy yesterday and I meant to do the podcast and then I realized I uh, drove to Richmond last night and I hadn't done it. So I'm coming to you uh, live from a hotel room in Richmond, Virginia, drinking hotel coffee. So uh, wherever you are, whoever you are, whenever you are, however you are, here's to you. Uh, hotel coffee. Uh, yeah, I'm using my iPhone to record this, so I'm on the road coming up here to do some uh, band business with the band Everything, uh, to work on a new record and do a little music, and uh, that's amazing. We have some fun stuff coming up that I'll be able to talk about soon. August 19th, we're playing Browns Island in Richmond, Virginia with Cracker and Fighting Gravity. Both of those bands are legendary Richmond bands, so it's going to be a big Saturday afternoon outside, so I hope you all come. So that'll be awesome. It's been a wild uh, weather week on the Outer Banks. Uh, it's been hot. We've gotten that heat wave, and I wouldn't say that it's like hotter than it's ever been. It's just been normal summer hot, and it has inspired lots of uh, getting in the water and activities and all of that. And so I've been really grateful for having a really, really great summer. It's been amazing to see young Vera Bay have a blast uh, with her friends and surfing and swimming and just, you know, doing crafts and uh, trying to play Minecraft. Uh, so that's been awesome. You know, it was interesting. The other day I was in the ocean and, you know, the ocean is always filled with surprises, especially on the Outer Banks because we're so, you know, we're out in the ocean a bit. And uh, we had that thing where we had tons of like the jellyfish that don't have tentacles on them. So there's a variety. So I don't know if there's some that just don't have tentacles or if they've just all gotten beat up. But it's really weird to be swimming and then constantly being sort of slapped in the face by like jellyfish. Because it's like even though there's no tentacles really, it's still disconcerting, you know, when you're swimming around and you're getting smacked by these like gelatinous little discs. Um, I'm not quite used to that yet. And I do believe I got a little stung. It was an itchy sting, but it wasn't like a painful sting. To the ocean filled with surprises as usual. Uh, as I mentioned, I'm doing a little traveling right now. It's been more travel this year, doing music, bringing people together, and I'm stoked. And uh, I was talking with a friend about life and lifestyle. And one of the things that living on the Outer Banks has done for me and just sort of developing a family life and living in a small town that's surrounded by nature um, and being 10 years sober is I've sort of developed a a basics everyday package. Um, you know, going to bed roughly the same time, waking up roughly the same time, and having some rituals in place. And they actually travel really well. So because I'm traveling, I'm calling this the little travel pack. And you can sort of build as you need. Um, typically, I wake up in the morning and I do some sort of a meditation. So either I sit and breathe or uh, lately I've been using uh, the positive intelligence, the PQs in the morning, uh, which has been really cool. Uh, and lately I've been using a devotional app called Lectio 365, I think, just to see how the uh, Christian faith does it in the morning. So, And uh, I'll do some yoga meditations as well. 
Um, so I sort of wander through a different few things. And then uh, if you're traveling, uh, one of the things I do is the called the Yoga Minimum, which I learned from David Williams, who was the guy who brought Ashtanga Yoga to America in the early 70s. And the Yoga Minimum, based on the primary series, the Ashtanga primary series, it's uh, three sun salutation A's and three sun salutation B's, followed by the last three poses in the primary series. So yoga mudra, um, sitting with your Indian style and you clasp your hands behind your back and then you fold forward um, to seal your practice. Uh, the lotus pose um, where you sit and meditate essentially and then the lifted lotus. So you lift your seat, your butt off the ground, which is actually kind of hard and you do uh, some good exhales there. And then you do the Shavasana, the corpse pose. Uh, the whole thing takes 15 minutes, maybe. Um, and if you don't know sun salutations, A is just, you know, arms up, fold, halfway up, back, uh, plank pose, the sort of vinyasa plank pose, upward dog, and then downward facing dog. And then hold that for about five breaths and come up. So you do that three times. And sun salutation B is just chair pose, up, fold over, halfway up, back, plank, Vinyasa through to upper facing dog, back to downward facing dog, uh, warrior one on each side with vinyasa in between, and then back to chair pose. Um, do three of those, and then your finishing poses. So that's uh, the yoga minimum. It's like a good little travel pack, so you can do it in 15 minutes, and it uh, it, it reduces the fuzz. That's what uh, David Williams is talking about. And then the other thing that I picked up is when I went to the uh, Echelon front thing, the muster, Jocko, uh, we'd get up and do PT in the morning at like 4.30 and they did a really cool uh, circuit, which was uh, six stations. You do one minute of exercise and one minute of uh, transition between each station. So uh, I started on station. So for me, it was jumping jacks, one minute of jumping jacks, one minute of rest, one minute of squats, one minute of rest. One minute of push-ups, one minute of rest. One minute of butterfly kicks, one minute of rest. One minute of burpees, one minute of rest. And then one minute of coat hangers and one minute of rest. And you do that circuit twice. It's 24 minutes and it will, uh, it'll get you going. Um, I struggle with push-ups and burpees, admittedly. Um, so that's a cool little travel pack as well. Um, so I'm sure you have your own travel pack and your own rituals, but uh, I wanted to share mine just because it helps me to remember what I'm doing and articulate them. Uh, what else is going on? So uh, the other thing that I wanted to chat about is coaching. Uh, I've been coaching people professionally for, uh, I don't know, eight, nine months now. Uh, I feel like I've been coaching people informally for many years and just not understanding what coaching is. And I've had the opportunity to meet some incredible people along the way and to start having conversations with people that are really uh, magical. And it's been incredible to be able to sit and listen and uh, help reflect light back on people as they articulate themselves into the future in a very healthy way. And I'm super grateful for that. It's interesting as I was uh, recently learning about where the term coaching came from, because I have a hard time saying, hey, I'm a coach, because it just sort of it's weird. It's almost like when people say you're, you know, hey, I'm a digital marketer and people's hackles go up because it's like, oh, you're just going to 
bludgeon me with data and tools without connecting the dots, right? Oh, we got all this data and we're going to do this, but it's sometimes smoke and mirrors. And I feel like coaching is the same way. And it took me a while to even be comfortable with it because people think of either sports coach or like life coach. And that can get into the woo woo and kind of like hocus pocus, like kind of BS stuff. And that's not really what it is that I'm practicing and and what real coaches practice. And what I heard and the guy that was the founder of coaching, he had nothing to do with sports, but he was a history buff. And he was thinking about people taking stage coaches back in the day from east to west. And you would do them in stages. And the roads were dirt roads and they had ruts in them. And so you could just put the stagecoach in one of those ruts and the horse would just drag you on the track, which was like automated almost. And apparently they were great unless you wanted to go in a direction where there weren't ruts. And so you had to get the stagecoach out of the rut in order to go into a new direction. And that's what coaching actually is. It refers to stagecoaches and getting the coach out of, you know, the stagecoach out of the rut so you can go in a different direction because, you know, you're on a track. And I really love that. It makes it way more magical. And that's really what's going on when you can be a good thought partner and accountability partner for someone to uh, help them shorten the learning curve in some way that they are really desiring. Um, and that's really, really amazing. So that's a little bit of uh, coaching. That's really all I know right now. It's a beautiful Saturday morning here in Richmond, Virginia. Uh, I'm looking out at a parking lot and I will be back on the Outer Banks this evening and I will give you all an update on the band everything, other kinds of music, coaching, yoga, life, thoughts. But I hope you're being good to yourself right now.